And now, coming to you straight from the Randomosity Podcast Network Studios, it's Randomosity Sports with your hosts, Reed Rip Ripley and Frank Beefcake Monroe. Welcome to the very special Super Bowl 50 edition of Randomosity Sports Podcast here on the Randomosity Podcast Network. I am your host, Frank Beefcake Monroe. And I am Reed Rip Ripley. Super Bowl! Super Bowl! It's the Super Bowl. It is super and it is a bowl. I mean, I'm just I'm ready for touchdowns and getting down. You know, it's, uh, I can't wait to see Cam Newton dancing because it's going to happen a lot this game. I have a feeling. Well, foreshadowing to our prop bets segment later there there may or may not be one concerning one cameron newton and his most favorite dance move you mean auburn's favorite son might might have a prop bet on his dancing blinn junior college's favorite favorite son all right well let's uh let's move move into this uh casually and and formally we've been talking about the nfl all season obviously uh unfortunately this is this is kind of the, the farewell weekend for the NFL, at least until spring training begins and the draft and all that jazz. Um, so let's let's end it on a high note, shall we? Yes. Uh, first and foremost, we have a great, great matchup between two dynamite teams for the Super Bowl. We have uh, representing the AFC, the Denver Broncos, um, who have one of the best defenses in the entire league. Uh Versus another team that also has a great defense and an amazing stellar offense and the record to prove it, the Carolina Panthers. Um, Both teams have had a long, hard fight to this point. Um, I mean, both of them have a great winning schedule. Neither one of them really uh, eked in. I mean, there's there's controversy about the the playoffs and stuff and who, who should be representing the AFC, but... But both teams yeah, the, the Broncos, made the playoffs. They, I would say the Broncos maybe eked in a little bit considering they sh- probably should have lost to the Steelers. <laughs> and then the Patriots, they only beat the Patriots because Tom Brady hit the turf 23 times. See, see. But see, that's that's the thing, too, is it's just uh, two very different styles of play. Like, because the Broncos, I mean, 12 of their games, including the postseason, were all won by seven or less points. Um, and so it's been very, very close games for them. But at the same time, like Carolina, on the other hand, has had total blowout games. So that's why they're heavily favorited right now. But we'll get into that more later. So first and foremost, we're, we're going to do this a little bit differently today. Uh, first, we're going to talk a little bit about their road to the playoffs, uh, the opponents that they had to beat, where they went, what happened. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the game itself. And we've decided the to be in order to be fully unbiased as a podcast we have to be fully biased as podcasters so what's going to happen is uh reed rip ripley will be representing mile high and uh let's go broncos there you go and uh, i will be uh covering the cool cats of carolina uh along with cam get down newton um the the cam newton who is not the LeBron of the NFL. No, no, no. LeBron is the Cam Newton of the NBA. Well, there is no LeBron of the... People always use this this <laughs> phrase, this symbol, like the LeBron of the... I don't get it's, it. That's not the case in the NFL because in the NBA, you with a guy like LeBron, you clearly have a number one player yeah. across all players. 
In the NFL, it's not like that. I think Gronk's there, the, the, Le, the Le, if you're going to use that, you're going to use there, the LeBron. There is no ends. LeBron of the yeah. You have to you have to use it by position almost. You, you have to say the Le, LeBron of tight end, not the LeBron of the NFL. Of course, I'd say he's the Jordan of tight ends because he's a little bit better than LeBron. Yeah, well, I mean, if you're saying greatest of all time, then yeah, Gronk is probably the greatest tight end of all time. I'm just saying, man. Ooh, ooh. I don't even know if Tony Gonzalez, if he was still in his prime, could hold. But up. Gronk's not in this discussion. He's yeah. on a he's on a beach he's somewhere with heart sunglasses and margarita in his right hand and a pina colada on his left. He's got his four brothers. They're all wearing Gronkowski jerseys. You know, just chanting Gronk, 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 <laughs> Gronk, 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 drink in oh. a circle. All right, so uh, let's let's get into it. Do you want to you want to start off with uh, Denver? Well, we'll go in alphabetical order. We'll go AFC, NFC. Sure. Okay, that works. <laughs> Well, what? What Denver? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, so With I the road. So I don't have their schedule. Well, I didn't look at their schedules. I looked oh, okay. at I looked at just week by week. I took four different spots of the season. Okay, well, let's, really let's five cover that. Let's spots. do that, and then I'll I'll just uh, I'll edit mine to to follow. So the preseason, before we even start, the favorites <laughs> before the season started: Seahawks, Patriots, Packers, Broncos, Colts, Cowboys, Ravens, and Steelers. Cowboys those, were a favorite? Those were the two. Well, if you think back, <laughs> coming off of last oh, yeah, Tony year. Tony Romo was healthy. The catch, not catch. The Dez, not, not catch. catch. Yeah, yeah not it catch. was not a catch. <laughs> but the Cowboys were one of the – and in the in the entire offseason, the narrative in Dallas was, this is the year, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, this, that Super Bowl or bust. And I felt like I was the only one on the Metroplex who was like, let's just have the breaks a little bit. When was the last time we had two good seasons in a row? Yeah. Like – you need to calm down. 20 years ago? Well, the thing I laughed is every year there's some some idiot out there who goes and gets a tattoo for his team to win the championship before the season even starts. Somebody did that with the Patriots this year. Somebody did that with the Cowboys this year as well. It was the Lombardi Trophy. It's a Dallas Cowboys World Champions 2016. Like, Yeah. 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 It was. It's rough. And then, of course, the, the Seattle Seahawks fan last year, they got the back-to-back tattoo. Yep. <laughs> Why do people do this with permanent ink? I don't understand. It's a game. There's, it's not set in stone. There's a reason there's a term called every given Sunday, like or any given Sunday. It's it's the, the exact fact of any team can win any time. So it may or may not. It doesn't matter. You could have the best team in the world, and they could lose. It's just it's a little extreme, a little extreme for me. Maybe temporary tattoos. Maybe, so, maybe fill it out. You know? So the Cowboys would go on to suck. Yeah. Let's well, be let's be frank. Well, let's be. I'll be frank. You be Reed. Oh yeah, yeah. But Tony Romo gets hurt. I get hurt. confused sometimes. The, the season's pretty much done. Yeah, you jinxed him. By the way, that was you. I know. Sorry, Tony. The very first episode, I think you said, uh, "Well, as long as Tony Romo doesn't get hurt." And then, like, what was it? The next day, and he was just well, done. But it wasn't necessarily a jinx, as it was the format of the Cowboys' organizational structure. <laughs> like, there, the whole thing is based on Tony Romo. If just, he's gone, it's it's done. Just send him a fruit basket, and we'll call it good. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you'll notice I didn't say the Panthers in those preseason. You games. did not, and it's because nobody thought the Panthers were going to have the season that they had this year. They were the the Panthers were a sneaky good team because yeah. people forget what the kind of run they went on mm-hmm. to make the playoffs last year because they finished what at seven eight and one. Yes. To win the division. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, let's be honest. The uh, the NFC South is not really a, 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 a difficult division to win. But what? They won their last seven games, or the last six games. Or so. Yeah, they five, five or six. The they went on a big winning streak, uh, made it to playoffs, beat the Cardinals, mm-hmm. right? And then they lost the next round. But it, 
people kind of got the scent thrown off. Like, oh, they, no, they, they're the Panthers, Panthers from that first half. The NFC South, South is terrible. They, <laughs> they have no chance. Even if they do win the division, they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Well. Well? They started out 4-0 and and 5-0 and and 6-0 and and 7-0 and all the way to 15. Oh, but before we get there, yeah. week four. So the pa- Patriots, Packers, Broncos, Bengals, Falcons, and Panthers were all undefeated. Mm-hmm. And that's all that were left. You love the Falcons at this point. The Falcons, they they had every game prior to when they went started going downhill were dominating every single game. True, they were playing crap opponents, but they were <laughs> yeah, dominating those crap, crap opponents. opponents. It like the like Cowboys. A, it wasn't like Denver, who's winning by less than a touchdown. That like they were blowing them out. I thought they were doing it a little with the smoke and mirrors. And they did look really good. They had, uh, Devontae they, Freeman. But they like, did look good. I just didn't want to put all my eggs in that Falcon basket. I get you. I didn't pick them to win it. Like I just <laughs> You said picked them to go to the playoffs. I just said they'd go to the playoffs. I know. Broncos were leading the NFL with 18 sacks. Who, who did you pick to win the Super Bowl this year? I don't want to talk about who it. Who was that? Mr. Romo's team? Hey, well, at least mine had a big caveat on it. That's fine. You can give me crap. That's fine. But I just want everybody to remember what you picked, too. And the (laughs) the Panthers' Josh Norman already had four interceptions, five pass breakups, and two touchdowns. Yes. Through four games. So he was already – the narrative of Josh Norman being one of the best cornerbacks in the league didn't really come about until the second half of the season. Yeah. But he was doing it from game one. That's true. He's had a great season through the whole season. Uh, Week eight – Patriots, Broncos, Bengals, and Panthers are all still undefeated. Mm-hmm. Pa- Patriots only have three turnovers on the season at this point. Yes. That's tied for the lowest ever through that many games in the NFL history. Uh, Bengals and Panthers were off to both their best starts in franchise history. But I wasn't too concerned about the Bengals because we all know that the Bengals can't do anything in the postseason. Well, that was the thing. We were talking about it all season long. The Bengals, they looked really good, but... They had to. Pr- they they looked good in every regular season yeah. for the past four years, and when they got to the playoffs, they just fell on their face. Well, that's the thing with under Marvin Lewis, they make the playoffs every single year, but every single year they're out in the first round. But this year, it's it's a big what if because who knows if Andy Dalton would have pushed them past the Steelers? If you just yeah. if you look at it on paper mm-hmm. and say you put Andy Dalton in that game, then yeah, they would have won. But the Andy Dalton that has performed in the playoffs over the past few seasons for the Bengals was not the same Andy Dalton that was dominating the regular season before he got hurt. Well, yes, and and remember, like, this year he came back. This was not the the usual Andy Dalton. Like, he he actually became a much bigger part of the team. He became more of a leader position. But Andy Dalton is known for choking in primetime games. Yeah, who's to say he would have continued that uptick and performance into yeah. the playoffs where he never had success i mean crap look at their first monday night game or their their first you know uh primetime game that they had uh and they they lost you know that was when they broke their winning streak mm-hmm. the first time the big lights were on so we move on to week 12 week 12 panthers are the only undefeated team remaining that's true they lead the league in defensive scoring 16.5 points per game allowed and i think keekley had had both of his pick sixes at that point and takeaways 37 yeah. takeaways on the season at this point, Osweiler had stepped in for Peyton Manning, mm-hmm. and he had gone 2-0 two, two and o at yeah. that point. People were wondering, should they stick with Brock Osweiler the rest of the year? Should they just sit Peyton Manning? He's old. He's decrepit. <laughs> he can't do it. That's true. That's all true. It's factual, even. <laughs> yes, that did happen. So, fast oh, no, forward. I was agreeing with the fact that he's old and he should be Oh, okay. <laughs> fast forward to the end of the season. Week 17. Week 17. 
Panthers finished the season 15-1. and one. Yep. Only loss come to the Falcons in week 16. Kind of fluky. I mean, that's why it's so hard to go undefeated. Now, keep in mind, the Falcons were second place in the division with 8-8 eight and eight record. So, I mean, if any team is going to beat them, it's going to be second place. Well, with the divisional games, <laughs> when, when you get that one extra game. You know how I feel about divisional rankings and seeding for the well, playoffs. Yeah. Like, it's terrible. And so, yeah, you have a 15-1 and one team, and then next place is 8-8. Eight and eight. I mean, it's just it's. It, well, they didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> they didn't, but they could have. That's the thing. If they were in any other division, they could have won their division. You know, with an eight and eight record. But well, this year, all with all the doom and gloom about how the uh, the NFC East or the NFC South was going to have a horrible team in. Yeah. The Redskins were still nine and seven. Yeah, yeah, one game above eight and eight. Yeah, yeah, but they w- <laughs> but they went nine and seven. So it, it was. That's oh. just because Kirk Cousins. You like that? Well, he liked that. He and likes watching the Super Bowl from home, apparently. And the Packers won anyway, so That's it wasn't true. as big of a deal this season. As Packers only won we because Aaron Rodgers screwed a leprechaun, let's be honest. Twice. I didn't know Olivia Munn was a leprechaun. You didn't know that? No. How do you think she got the role in X-Men? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the Broncos finished 12-4. and mm-hmm. Peyton comes back last week of the season. Defense finished ranked first in total defense for the first time in franchise history. Which and the pa- Patriots crapped away the one seed mm-hmm. in the last two weeks of the season, losing to the Jets and the Dolphins, putting out bland offense, not really trying, trying, but not trying only so far as to not hurt anybody. Yeah. And we we see throughout the playoffs, it came back to bite them. If that game against Denver in the conference championship game was in New England, I don't think there's any way the Broncos win. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, it was only a two-point game. And I, I, the crowd, if you listen to the Patriots and uh, Broncos players after that game, the crowd was a major factor. Mm. It was extremely loud. Brady had to go to a silent count, which is the main reason why Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware were getting huge jumps on him. Yeah. Because they were able to anticipate because of that silent count, because of the crowd. And the offensive line was doing nothing to stop them. And we've already established that that was a B reason that Denver came out with the win there. Yeah. So, if it's in New England, you would have to assume that part of that production from Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware wouldn't have been there, and the Patriots would have won. That's true. All because they crapped away the final two games because they didn't want to get people hurt. Which who, who knows if they had played everybody, like maybe Gronk gets hurt in one of those two games. We don't know. It's, it's out it's there. Possible. It's out in an alternate timeline somewhere. We this don't know. This is all Earth 2 stuff, okay? We need to stay here on Earth 1. <laughs> all right, all right. So, the Broncos... Beat the uh, the uh, Steelers in round one mm-hmm. or round two, divisional round. Uh, they snuck by them. That was such a weird game to watch because the Steelers dominated. It felt like they dominated the whole game. They won that game except for the last like five minutes. And then all of a sudden, you look up with two minutes left, and the the uh, Broncos are up by ten. You're like, what? Yeah. What the hell just happened? How did how did this happen? Oh, they, I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> it's like what? I, seriously, I was what like, is well, going shit, on? Pittsburgh. They they just barely eked in and and here they are about to about to go on to the the championship and then they beat the Patriots in the aforementioned mm-hmm. a- AFC Championship game so that's how they got the Super Bowl Panthers much less drama on their side they go up thirty one to nothing in the first half against the Seahawks Seahawks come back and make it a one touchdown game but really yeah it was over it after, was the, after our the first at that point yeah. after the first nineteen twenty minutes it was over yeah 
And then they absolutely annihilate the Cardinals in the championship game. Oh, I agree. 49-15. 40, and that was that was really sad because the Cardinals were one of those teams that you really wanted to root for because they've, they've had one of those seasons where uh, everything they did was right. Uh, all the players who needed to be there were there. And honestly, if, if Carolina and, and Arizona had somehow been able to be in a Super Bowl together, I think that would have been like the best of both worlds until I saw that game. And I was just like, this is such a blowout. I, I don't even know. I felt bad. Like, I just felt bad for Carson Palmer. Well, and Palmer kept throwing like, up picks, and you're like, oh, yeah. no. Because his career all the way up to this point had been building to this game, and he was finally there, and he finally had a chance. <laughs> he he yeah. shit the bed so bad. I think there was I think there was actually three turnovers in three plays during that game, if I recall correctly. Because uh, there was a, a, a pick, and then a, well, the a fumble, and then another pick. The absolute killer was after the Patrick Peterson fumble. Yes, which was stupid. It was stupid. I have but, no idea. but then Patrick Peterson picks off Cam Newton. Yeah. Right there. And they have it right back. They're right at the end of the half. They and get they a chance. Right and then Carson Palmer <laughs> throws a pick in the end zone and that was that was their chance. It yep. was gone. Yeah. And then they went on to lose by thirty. Yeah, but I really, I really can't blame Arizona because the Panthers are that good. They really right. are. It's very rare in, in in our lifetime. I can think of three teams that have ever been so good that you look at them and go, "Damn, that is a good football team," uh, regardless of of who your team is. So that was how both teams got there. What are the major storylines you think we'll remember? five, ten years down the line from this NFL season? From this NFL season, the the major storylines that I believe will be there would be, um, well, being being a Kansas City-based podcast, obviously the Chiefs dynamite come from behind season where they, they start one and five and then win ten in a row, you know? Yeah, um, but from a national viewpoint. Because well, I, I, I love that here, but... you got to start locally. It's, it's like news, man. You start <laughs> local, you go national. You go world. Yeah, but... F- Net national from I mean, <laughs> I mean from like a fan from Boston to San Francisco to Iowa. Oh, a fan from Boston. All they're going to be worried about is is you know just the the, no. the um, lasting watermark from this season. And I, th- I, I love the Chiefs season. I but think the big things this season are going to be um, how teams like Carolina came to be um, because it's a team that nobody ever ever thinks of. When you think of like the best teams in the NFL, the Carolina Panthers usually aren't on that list. Um, and the fact that they had an almost perfect season, one game away from a perfect season during the normal season, uh, I think that's going to be the headliner. Uh, I think the whole dichotomy of uh, how long is too long for you know an all-star quarterback like with Peyton Manning, um, I think that's going to be a big story that a lot of people remember, especially if this is his final year, which it should be uh, regardless. Um, I don't know. There's There's so many things that happened this season. It's hard to like – you could do like a right. top 10 news stories. Oh, I but. think part of, I agree with you on a couple points. I think three major things are going to stick out about this season that we look at back and say, Oh yeah, it's the season that that happened. Yeah. The Patriots reaction as an organization to deflate gate. Yeah. And how they just stormed out and won the first 10 or 11, 10 games and looked like Tom Brady. Revenge like, tour. Yeah. yeah. Tom Brady revenge tour. And then how, how they reacted to that. And then that, that ongoing, lingering cloud hanging over 
their organization in the NFL about yeah. that. Well, and that's something that happens, though, because you remember any time that there's ever been a big controversy involving the Patriots or specifically Tom Brady, um, he comes back and just has a monster season. Um, and I think the fact that they made it so personal this time, like with Roger Goodell going after Tom Brady specifically, I think that was a, a lot of the fuel to that fire, and that's why that makes it such a memorable moment. Number two thing, Peyton Manning's final season, because I think for all intents and purposes, we, we all know. this yeah. is Even he said as much, basically. To It came out today that he's t- reportedly told his friends this is going to be his last season. He told Bill Belichick in the postgame little huddle, hey, this might be my last rodeo. So No, no, I, correction, because during media day he clarified that. Okay, he said he's well, actually going to start participating in rodeos is what he meant to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the cameras were there. The microphones were there. We heard it. And anyway, just his play this season. I think yeah. we'll look back and look at how he sat out for the seven games, how yeah. Brock Osweiler came back, and then how he came back for the playoffs and led them to one more Super Bowl run. Yeah. Well, led is a little misnomer because it's the defense. but And he said as much. But we'll look back and see this because he is one of the all-time top five quarterback all-time. It is. And regardless of how you feel about the man specifically, he is a great, great quarterback. He's definitely a Hall of Famer. Um, he's, he's one of those guys. I just, I really wish he would have had a better final season. Like, I wish that he would have went out on a high note. Like if he had went out, if he had quit last year, Hey, as long as he wins the Super Bowl on Sunday, I I don't think it's going to happen, man. I'm sorry. Like I run the numbers over and over and over. I just don't think it's going to, you haven't listened to my reasons yet, which we'll get to, we'll get to in a second, but but I will be rolling my eyes a lot. I'm sure (laughs) (laughs) one more, one more key storyline. I think will emerge from this season. What's your number three? The emergence of Cam Newton. Oh, yeah. As a true force. Because up till now, he's been kind of just a, a, a interesting talk piece. Mm-hmm. Will he succeed? Can he succeed with his style? Is he a good passer? Is he truly going to be a great quarterback? I think all those questions, all those questions answered. answered. This is yeah. the year that he stepped up and became a true force to be reckoned with in the NFL on a a wide level. I mean, he's going to be the MVP this year. Yeah. He's led his team to the Super Bowl on a 15 and 1 record. I so, 100% agree. So and this will be the year. It's something that is is questionable at this point. Like every, everybody knows. Even Peyton Manning's come out. Uh, the guy he's playing against in the Super Bowl has come out and said, "Yeah, there's no question Cam Newton's going to be the MVP." You know. So th- those are my three big things that I think you only have to mention one or two words for people to say like, "Oh yeah, I remember that. That yeah. was that season." And all these other things like the Chiefs, the Cardinals, the Seahawks. The Packers, two Miracle Hill Marys. The Packers, two uh, Hail Marys. People will remember those, (laughs) but you have to get a little more descriptive. Those are the things that if if you could have three big slides or bullet points of the 2015 NFL season, those would be my main things to take away. So not the Pro Bowl? No, not the Pro Bowl. see the Pro Bowl. (laughs) God, that was so awful. They need to either stop the NFL Pro Bowl or they seriously need to revamp and reconsider. You know what I think they should do? During the middle of the season, because mm-hmm. all these other all-star games are in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Middle of the season, do a flag football game. See, that would be fun. I would watch that. So no, you you don't really have a chance of getting hurt. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's always a chance because you could twist an ankle or something. But as far as contact, yeah, nothing serious. Just throw the guys out there, have them do a fun uh, flag football game. Have yeah. like flag football referees out there, and then do a skills competition. And and that's exactly what it should be. And remember, remember when it used to be it. that. That would be remember fun. We used to have the the quarterback showing yeah. off their passing Dude, skills because you know people don't realize how accurate these quarterbacks can truly be. Yeah, and how actual how accurate they are on the field. 
we only get a few glimpses of that when they do the super slow mo camera and it goes between two defenders. Yeah, but these quarterbacks can hit a target. See him throw it through a tire at hundred yards. You know, yeah. Some of them can do that. <laughs> I would love to see a distance throwing contest for the NFL. Like, oh, that, yeah. That would be amazing to see who can, like, chuck it down the field the furthest. Um, but, yeah, that was one of the things because, like, we, we watched the NHL All-Star game this weekend. I'm not trying to get off track here and go into other sports or anything. But that's what it was because it was fun. They had the skills competition, and then they had the three-on-three tournament, which the, was just the a Three-on-three three tournament, is it, was, it would basically be the equivalent of, like, a flag football. Exactly. it's not real hockey, it was for fun. but it's fun. It's high-scoring, like. Like everybody enjoys it. You get to see your favorite players goofing around and, and having fun in the game. I think love. a flag football game would be really fun. I do, too. And I think the players would like it. It's not a big deal. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think they'll ever do it. It gives you a chance for a lot of, like, goofy antics and, like, wild. St- Remember when they used to have the, the wacky bloopers and stuff and yeah. people playing pranks on each other in the NFL? Like, that, it would be it would be back to that heyday where it was fun to watch. Because then, then we wouldn't get a perverted uh, – product like we see in the pro bowl where it's just guys in the third quarter are running the ball and as soon as there's any contact he kind of just like kneels down and (laughs) blow the whistle it's just awful yeah it was it was hard to watch all right so moving on to the big game itself oh yeah the big game all right now with this coming up there's several things to keep in mind uh specifically what has happened has happened nothing from the regular season is specifically going to affect this game in one way or the other, other than motivation and momentum and all those other mo's. So the thing to remember here is it's the Super Bowl, which is the most magical game of the year, every single year. Sometimes it's a blowout. Sometimes it's a last second nail biter. You never know what's going to happen. This one stacks up to be one of those two situations. I, I feel like we're either going to see a just horrible blowout like Carolina did to uh, Arizona, or I feel like it's going to be an extremely close down to Graham Gano kicking a field goal, like last second type thing. Um, either way, I feel the Carolina Panthers are going to win. Um, now, before before I get into all of this, we have uh, we have broken it down, like I said, uh, Reed took the Denver Broncos. I took Carolina, and we're just gonna sort of cover like our top five points of why we feel that they're the team that's gonna win. Um, do you want to lay all your points on me, or go back and forth? I, I think we'll do some go back and forth. It, might, right. it might make it a little bit easier, and then that way we're not getting one sided here. Um, so g- go ahead, hit me with your best, your best stat, your best point. What do you got? Number one. Number one. The Broncos have the best defense in the league. Even better than Carolina's. Barely. I think that's been on display <laughs> in the playoffs. We've seen, I mean, look at the what they did to the Patriots last week. Mm-hmm. That's unbelievable. The most quarterback hits in, since the stat has been recorded, and they did that all without bringing anybody extra. Yeah. They did that with four down linemen the whole time, basically. That's true. The teams to lead the NFL in total defenses are 9-2 and two in Super Bowl history. Yeah, That's a big stat right there. That's That's a trend. That's what we call a trend in this profession. That's that's a good point. Broncos have only allowed 83.6 rushing yards per game, 3.28 yards per attempt this season, 64.5 in the playoffs. Yeah. 18.5 points per game allowed, 283 total yards per game. That rushing stat is huge because that's what Carolina's bread and butter is. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton can throw all he wants, but it's really made – the passing game is made for Carolina because of their – running game threat yeah they've run for 100 yards plus as a team for 32 straight games that's true that's what they do 
So if the Broncos can take that away, which they have been doing all season and in the playoffs, it's it's going to bode well for them. <laughs> all right. Well, that's, that's a very, very good point. Um, and you actually ran into my first point. So I'll just go ahead and uh, make that number one, and we'll, uh, we'll just pick up from there. Now, you brought up Carolina's running game, uh, which is amazing. It's, it's absolutely mind-blowing. Uh, Carolina's ground game is consistently consistent. Led by Jonathan Stewart, the Green Lantern. Hello, if, if you have the Green Lantern on your team, you're going to win. Everybody knows that. And Superman Cam Newton. They have two of DC's finest on their team. Nobody likes um, Superman anyway. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. Batman v. Superman. Let's go Batman. Dawn of Justice. Batfleck, not a chance. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so the Panthers, as you mentioned, have run rushed for 100-plus yards in actually 31 consecutive Oh, it games. was this would make 32. Yes, my, this will make 32. My bad, people. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, that includes the Where are our fact checkers? Where are they? <laughs> it is the longest streak of any team since the 1974-76 Steelers. That's been back when running was like the it. Thing. That's back when they had the Iron Curtain. That's how long ago that was. Now they w- they did win two Super Bowls, uh, and so that sort of bodes well for this kind of run game. Um, it's it's uh, as any football coach in the history of football can tell you, the running game is the most important thing for an offense because it controls the clock, it controls position. If you have a good dominating run, it doesn't matter who you go up against, you're going to win. Well, it's a good thing that plays right into their hands, the Broncos' hands. Yeah. It's a good thing. We'll see. We'll see. Because the Broncos, all they have is their defense. The Carolinas got – Carolina's got a great defense and one of the most opposing offenses the NFL has seen in a long time. Number two for the Broncos. The Broncos, let's – they're the best in the league and NFL history, in fact, at winning close games. That's true. Denver's 11 wins this season by seven points or fewer are the most by any team in Super Bowl era. Yeah, since 1940. They are also the first team to overcome a 14-point deficit and win against three different teams Mm -hmm. that eventually all three of those teams made the playoffs. There you go. There's just something about this team that that they can get by in these close games. If it happens a few times a season, then that's not something you can point to. But across all sports – like in baseball, you point to these teams that can grind through the regular season. That's mm-hmm. that's a big term that people like to use in baseball. Grind through the like regular season. They can grind out games. Yeah, like the Royals, uh, those kind of teams that can just grind out wins. In in the NBA, it's those clutch minutes. It's a huge mm-hmm. stat that people take. People are giving LeBron crap for his whole career because he can't do it on <laughs> a clutch. And the NFL, it's the same thing. Winning those close games, it it is a skill that you can't. You can't manufacture. That's true. And the Panthers, through no fault of their own, it's okay that they've been blowing up people, but they haven't been in many of those close games. And the Broncos have that experience, and I, I really believe that this is going to be a close game because of the both of the defenses. Yeah. So. I, and I could agree with that. And Denver definitely has the advantage when it comes to close games this season specifically. Um, but Denver, like I said, are a very one-sided team. Like it's all, it's almost all defense. And how many how many uh, how many star players does Denver have on their defense, in in your opinion? I mean, a bunch. Okay, <laughs> they've got Von Miller, Chris Harris Jr., Demarcus Ware, Aqib Talib. Uh, I, I I'm forgetting a couple. That's, but, le- that's but four. That, that's at least four. That's four. Studs. Right? Okay, four studs. Carolina can do everything Denver can do with two men. 
two men on their defense, the dynamic defensive duo, as I like to call them. It's very, very, very hard to get through Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis. Carolina's veteran linebackers were just were two of just three NFL players this season to record 100 plus tackles and four plus interceptions. Keekley had 118 tackles with four interceptions. Davis had 105 with four. So it's, I mean, that alone, the fact that two of the the best defensemen in the entire league, as far as linebackers are concerned, are on this team. Well, then two of the three best. Why didn't that translate to them having the best defense? It's an overall thing. Okay, as as far as ranking systems go with defense, you you know how rankings and stats work. You can have the two of the greatest, and but that's the thing. What what is Peyton Manning known for this season? Interceptions. He averaged over two a game that he played before he got hurt. Over two a game that he before played. he went out. He still threw them when he came back. It doesn't matter. He hasn't thrown them in the postseason. But here's the thing: you have two guys who are absolute ball hawks. And on top of that, they're great rushers. They they can get through a defensive line or an offensive line like like a hot knife through butter. They can be wherever they need to be. They are going to be in Peyton Manning's nightmares for the next for the next several months. Like he's gonna he's gonna wake up screaming Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis's names. Well, Thomas Davis has his arm broken, and he's gonna play. But we have no idea how effective he's going to be. If JPP can come back and play with with a, a mitten, like uh, uh, Thomas Davis is not going to be stopped by a broken arm. Well, for one thing, I think the club might be a little more of an advantage. <laughs> people, people think it is. He's a linebacker. It's Dude, good. He has a broken arm. I mean, yeah. we'll we'll see how much he can put on that arm. But he's still a stud, man. No, he'll, I mean, he'll those, be where he needs to be. Those two are studs. I'll give you that. All Just right. Saying, it only takes two. Carolina only needs two. My third point. Well, no, they need a full defense. <laughs> the sheriff, Peyton Manning, he wants to ride off into the sunset after his final roadie. Call him the sheriff. The sheriff. Oh. And I think that carry. I mean, sure, it's a sentimental and mostly like ethereal thing that I'm grasping at. Uh-huh. But I have a, a stat to put this a little more in perspective. Okay. That this might actually be a thing. Hall of Fame quarterbacks. I think we can agree that Peyton Manning is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yeah. Hall of Fame quarterbacks with multiple Super Bowl starts. Are seven and three in their final Super Bowl appearance. Okay. Peyton Manning has completed sixty-eight point two percent of his Super Bowl passes mm-hmm. in his career. That's second all time to Troy Aikman, who threw seventy seventy percent. And going back to that Carolina defense you were talking about, their secondary has been suspect at times in the playoffs. Yeah. They have they've allowed in four past seasons. They have allowed no this season. Eh. They've allowed eh. four touchdown passes and two hundred seventy six yards passing per game. But that that's that's also I mean you're you're overlooking all the amazing things they did too like anybody can nitpick a couple of no, bad I'm bad just stats saying, those are there and Peyton Manning has shown that he's been better about much better about the ball in the postseason fair enough so it's so, it's there so that's, that's your do. third point Sheriff Manning needs to win because he's Sheriff Manning. yeah my my third point is only that the Broncos have one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. And I think he's going to do everything he can to win his final game. The only reason you can compare that is because Cam Newton hasn't played long enough to be considered that yet. Exactly. Um, But, but he, he will like, if he keeps playing this caliber that he's played this season, he will definitely be a hall of fame quarterback. Um, Now my next point actually points out something very, very vital about Denver. That's going to play very well into Carolina's advantage. And that is the fact that Denver is making its eighth Count it, eight, Super Bowl appearance, which ties the franchise with Dallas, New England, and Pittsburgh for most in NFL history. However, 
they are the only team of the four to have a losing record in the Super Bowl of two and five. Now, am I wrong, or before we started this, did you say that nothing matters before this game? Hey, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They're known for blowing <laughs> this game. Not only was that not in this they're season. They're known for blowing this game. That was through decades and decades. It's a franchise that's known for blowing the game. I'm just All saying. right, I thought we were talking about these teams. But. I'm just going to point out that there's another Manning who has more rings than Peyton. Which has nothing to do with this game. Like I'm saying, you're, you're like, oh, Hall of Fame quarter is amazing. He's going to win. But, it's his last Super well, Bowl. He is playing. That but is, it has nothing is. to do with this game. He has to do with this game. He does, sure. But the fact that it's his last game, nothing to do with this game. But it is the game. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Vegas agrees with me, just so you know. Well, I know they're the favorite. <laughs> has a, a Super Bowl favorite won every Super Bowl? Most of them. Mm, Vegas, Vegas wouldn't take their side if they didn't. <laughs> well, no, that's just for betting. They don't care <laughs> who wins the game. They just want to put it on both sides. Uh, but that's that's my point. Denver is known for blowing the Super Bowl. Number four for the Broncos. This goes back to their defense because I will admit that is why they are going to win this game, in my opinion, because of their defense. It's that great. If they win, yes, it will be their defense. They have two of the greatest pass rushers in NFL history currently on their defensive roster in Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware, and they are playing out of their minds right now. They are, yeah. by, by any statistical measure, especially DeMarcus Ware, because he's had a full career. He's a Hall of Famer. That's true. Trust me, I saw, I saw him up and close all those years in Dallas, and I wish he was still with us, but that, that's another <laughs> thing. And they're playing at their absolute peak right now. If those two are playing the way they are, which they are, they're playing at their peaks, you can have four guys rush and have just be a disaster for, mm -hmm. for that offensive line with only four down linemen. And that gives you a lot more room to try to take away what little passing threats that Cam Newton actually has. You can double Greg Olson, and that's a huge thing. Yeah. If you can take away Greg Olson, then you can cover – then uh, Aqib Tlaib and Chris Harris can cover Ted Ginn and Jericho frickin' Cotchery one-on-one. That leaves Funchess wide open. Oh, no. <laughs> Spare me, please, yeah, God, yeah. not Devin Funchess. He's going to run it down your throat, son. The Broncos led the NFL in sacks this season, mm -hmm. 52, and have seven in the postseason much of which came against Mr. Brady. Yes. Well, yes. A couple and weeks ago. Horrible offensive line that the Patriots had. They also generated pressure, which is a sack or duress, mm -hmm. on 35% of opponent dropbacks this season, highest in the NFL. Oh, absolutely. Most of that was just four down linemen. And a lot of people were saying that Cam is just going to run away. But that's the danger that you have to worry about here. Well, right. But they if you look back at some tape, the the, the when he gets away when he's able to get away it's because defenses their linemen don't stay where they need to stay mm -hmm. and they, they get bullied around by the offensive linemen and to push them out of spots that sure they may be getting pressure well let's keep but they mind, move away from their spots cam he, newton has michael Orr, the blind side himself watching his blind side most overrated <laughs> offensive lineman in the history of the nfl i agree he's the one player on the offensive line that i just can't say anything positive i mean about. he's fine like, but he's he's, he's okay he's but not they, like they made a, that movie with sandra not, bullock and now everybody's like oh i mean he has to be pretty good because he started for like 12 years now he but is. but he's not like great by any he's means good, but i if i hear one more sportscaster talk about well he's got michael or i'm, I'm just gonna he's smack like, him. he's fine smack he's him. not that good I he's mean, okay they made a movie about it demarcus where is gonna eat him alive yeah and that's that's the thing is i honestly i can't say bad things about denver's defense 
for the simple fact that they are so dominant. But what I was saying is Von Miller and DeMarcus Ware aren't going to abandon their position yeah. in order to try to get a sack or an ex- extra quarterback pressure because they know that he can escape. Yeah. So they're going to keep their and lanes. Cam Newton beats most most people in a foot race. So. Yes, but uh, if I look if I look back at this season, uh, mm-hmm. just to see because everyone touts him as one of the great two dimensional threats in the NFL, he wasn't as good as you'd think. He only rushed above fifty yards four times this season, only four times, and one of those was fifty one yards. Yeah, and in the playoffs, twenty one attempts for fifty yards, two point four average per rush, including. Seattle, who was definitely the best defense that they faced in the playoffs, also the most overrated team they placed in the playoffs. No, but they the Seattle, their defense still led the 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 league in yeah. points per game allowed. So they were still really good defense, especially against the run. That was their mm-hmm. thing. Eleven attempts for three yards against the Seahawks. Yeah. So recently, against a high caliber defense and high caliber run defense, he has not been able to perform. Well, I'm glad you bring that up because that actually plays into my next point, which totally negates everything you just said. And that is the fact that this is Cam Newton, okay? And he's... he's How a, does that negate what on, I said? I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Not only is he an MVB caliber uh, quarterback who th- his campaign this season, there's nobody who does not think that he's going to be the league MVP as well as the Super Bowl MVP. Like, there are very few people who, who can say anything against or for anybody else. So here's the thing. Not only has he had this awesome MVP caliber uh, season, but in the postseason, he, he is as well. Now, I will I will give you the point that, yes, he didn't rush very well against uh, Seattle. However, they still won that game by, by quite a bit. Like, it was a big blowout. His arm was on fire that day. Uh, so Cam Newton has become this season the, the Panthers franchise quarterback the only player in NFL history with 35-plus passing touchdowns and 10-plus rushing touchdowns in a season. He also set the NFL record for the most combined pass and rush yards in a player's first five seasons with 21,470 yards. Most of those touchdowns came on the goal line. Did he or did he not score those touchdowns? He did, but you have to get there first. And did he or did he not get there? Against inferior defenses, yes. But was it him getting there, or was it somebody else getting there? I mean, sure, it was, it was him, him, but against inferior defenses. That's great. That's wonderful. I'll tell you what. I'll, we'll talk about this next Tuesday, and you'll see what I mean. You cannot count Cam Newton out. Like, he's, yes, Denver's defense, I'll say nothing bad against them. But at the same time, it's if you give Cam Newton the slightest, slightest path or edge, he's going to take it. And he's, he's a smart enough quarterback to know when he can get there and when he can't. My fifth point, and this is pretty simple. This harks mm-hmm. back to the defense again. Okay. What have we always heard for the past 20, 30, 40, 50 years? The, the defense NFL. wins championships? The defense wins championships. And I believe that the, the, the Denver Broncos have a better defense. And the statistics back me up. The postseason play has backed me up. And let me just give you this as mm-hmm. my last note. The Panthers led the NFL in scoring this season. Mm-hmm. Teams that have done so are 10-9 and nine in the Super Bowl. Okay. Not very good. That's fine. Including losing four of the past five. But that's in the past. That's all in the I'm past. Just saying, I'm just saying <laughs> that that doesn't necessarily – you can't really point to an offense because that hasn't bode well recently. Well, and that's a good point. And, I mean, they're – they, with their 15-1 and one season, you got to realize that the past four teams to finish 15-1 or better 
um, have not won the Super Bowl. That's Green Bay in 2011, New England in 2007, Pittsburgh in 04, and Minnesota in 98. Those were the last four to finish their season, 15-1. and one. Not a one of them won the Super Bowl. So as far as if you want to go the superstitious and statistical route, yeah, it looks bad for them. But on the same note, on that exact same note, my fifth point was the defense does win championships. And you can say all you want because Denver has earned their spot as being the best defense in the NFL this season. Carolina has also earned their spot as being one of the greatest defenses in the NFL this season. And then, and then on top of that, they also have the best offense in the NFL. So when you have a defensive matchup, but one team has a far superior, because Denver's defense is not that much better than Carolina's. But when you compare their offenses, Carolina's offense blows uh, the Broncos' offense out of the water. I, 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 think, I think that's just hands down what it's going to come down to. Most a, a lot of Carolina's offense was based on big plays. Mm-hmm. That doesn't play well into the Broncos' defense, as in that probably won't happen. We'll see. We'll see, man. It's the I Super mean, Bowl. There, there's a reason they're the favorite. I get it. <laughs> but I just like what I've seen from Denver. I totally agree with you. I really because do. It, it basically it, it boils down to I really, truly believe this is going to be a close game. And who's won close games all season long? That's true. Denver. So, And that's the only reason that I think they have a shot. Yeah. If, if it so it's, it's most of what I – not most of because I, I still have a lot of – good statistical reasons to back them up but at, at the core of it all I just feel that they're going to have a really good showing and that yeah. their defense is going to keep them in this game and that Peyton Manning is going to have one last run in him I'm just saying one game is is in the Super Bowl because of circumstances and the other team walked into the Super Bowl so that's that's all I got to say about that and we will save our true predictions for, yes, the, for the very end, end, of, the end of the show yes so what we're going to do now, we're actually going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to be talking about we all know that the Super Bowl is the the one of the greatest, like biggest games that's bet on during the year. What a lot of people out there don't realize is that there are so many fun bets on the Super Bowl called prop bets that uh, that not a lot of people hear about or know about unless they are an active sports gambler. So we're actually going to cover some of the more fun, uh, more fun. Yeah. Yeah, look at me talk. Oh, yeah. Some of the funner, more fun. I don't know what's correct here. I don't care. You know what? I'm tired. Uh, <laughs> we're going to cover some of the more fun uh, prop bets that there are going on for Super Bowl 50. And then uh, we're also going to have a little bit of Super Bowl trivia. And then uh, and then we'll make our final predictions on who's going to be the grand champion walking away with that beautiful Lombardi trophy at the end of Super Bowl 50 in Santa Clara this Sunday, February 7th, 2016. But first... I got to pee. We're going to go to a commercial break. And then we'll be right back with more Randomosity Sports Podcast here on the Randomosity Podcast Network. Hey, folks, it's your old pal Beefcake here from the Randomosity Sports Podcast right here on the Randomosity Podcast Network. And today's episode is being brought to you by Yahoo Sports Daily Fantasy. Yahoo Sports Daily Fantasy, it's like fantasy football, basketball, baseball, whatever fantasy sport that you like, sometimes a fantasy. And every single day they have tons of different tournaments going on that you can sign up for select your favorite players uh you can bet real money you can win real money you can win lots and lots and lots of money and i'll tell you what right now if you go to randomositypodcast.com click on the yahoo sports daily fantasy link that we have on the randomosity sports page you can get a 25 dollars bonus 
just for signing up through Randomosity Sports with the coupon code WIN. That's W-I-N, which is exactly what you'll be doing if you go to randomositypodcast.com. And uh, yeah, you can go out there and start making some real cash. You can listen to Randomosity Sports. We'll help you out. We'll tell you what players you're supposed to be looking for who are going to have really big weeks, and you'll be able to play them and win real money. So go to randomositypodcast.com today to the Randomosity Sports page and click on that link for Yahoo Daily Sports. And don't forget to use that coupon code WIN, W-I-N, and tell them the beefcake and read the rip ripley sent you because you know what we did and now back to randomosity sports podcast here on the randomosity podcast network and so basically uh you bet on the wrong team so we're gonna have to break your kneecaps uh mr ripley believe it or not but i'm telling you i've got some money all right. I've got some money. I'll just call my Uncle Frankie. I, I don't know why you would bet on Lady Gaga singing the uh, national anthem. Uh, I just don't get it. I like the odds. Oh, hey, the mics are on. Hey, welcome back to Randomosity Sports Podcast here on the Randomosity Podcast Network. I am your host, Frank Beefcake Monroe. And I am Reed Rip Ripley. And Reed, we're, we're talking a little bit of wager in here. Little wages here. Little, wa- little bit of money on the ponies. So usually the Super Bowl, like you said before break, it's the biggest betting day of the year. It's the biggest betting event of the year, unless there's a World Cup going Pacquiao on. Mayweather <laughs> bout or something. So Ooh, this I want to see Rousey Mayweather. That's a pay per view right there. Mayweather would destroy her. Um, are you kidding me? We'll get Holly Holm to back her up. It'll be a win win. No, it's a weight thing. It's a it's a strength <laughs> thing. It's just that's not fair. Fair enough. Yeah, but, fair enough. On technique, she's better. Mayweather but. was better on SNL, so you know he's got that going for him. Yeah, she was, she was a little drab. <laughs> oh my wasn't god, she? that was horrible. <laughs> Anyways, okay. prop so, bets. So huge betting day, which which naturally means there's going to be a bunch of bets that aren't your normal bet. So I have up for you a few prop bets. Okay, more than a few. I've got a bunch of really good ones here. Oh, nice. That are more quirky aspects of the game. Well, I'll tell you what, let's let's do this in a fun way. Uh, as you go through them, we can each take which side we would take on the prop bet. Okay, first up, will Peyton Manning announce his retirement in the post-game interview? Post-game interview. Oh. Y- it, yes, at plus 500 or no at minus 1,000. Keep The minus is the one that's favored. Yeah. Plus is the one that's not favored. Yeah, I I mean I would I would take the the yes on that one. At plus 500, that's I think that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah, you're going to get a lot of money out of that deal. I'm going to say no. No. Because well, first of all, you ha- he has to win for that Does to happen. Does it have to I be think. the immediate interview following the game? Yes, or is it, it the it, like it, media room backstage when they interview everybody? It has to be like the post-game interview, the one. So the one on the field. Yes. Okay, that one I say no because that just never happens. And I, I just – all the narrative coming out from Peyton Manning, I don't mm-hmm. think he would do it that way. Well, plus we Unless, already know. But if he wins – and he's the MVP or something like that. Yeah. I could easily see him doing it. So I'm going to Disneyland. So I'm I don't retired. know. I would say no yeah. because if I was putting money on it, I w- I wouldn't be comfortable because then you'd have to bet that Denver would win and that he would do it. I think with a plus five hundred though, you're a fool. Let's put money on yes. No, I mean, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of a lot of clams, a lot yeah. of piastres, and you wouldn't w- you barely win anything. At no, at minus one thousand. Exactly. You know what? I would probably would go yes. Yeah, see, I'd throw 20 bucks on yes. Will Peyton Manning be seen crying at any point during the entire broadcast? Oh. Yes, plus 600. No, minus 1,200. Again, you're giving me plus 600? Uh, and you could say stay away from this, too. Yeah, I, I would I would say yes. 
for simply the odds are in my favor on this one. But on top of that, like if uh, if the Broncos wind up winning, uh, I could see that happening very easily. Uh, it's he's had a long storied career. He's finally won one, another one. You know, can you imagine how many people that? And these are all official bets on Bovada.lv, uh-huh. the, 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 the Las big, Vegas the, site, yeah. The biggest web betting web sports betting website on the internet. So you can actually go and place bets on all these people. Yeah. But the, can you imagine all the people that put money on this on the yes? <laughs> and <laughs> after the game, Peyton Manning's sweating, there's sweat all over his face, and they're like, What's that? Is that cry? Is that That's a tear? A is That's that a tear? tear or is it sweat? <laughs> That's a tear. That's a tear. I win. And Colin, the Colin like, nope, like, come on. Nope, you didn't cry. You didn't that cry. That was a freaking tear. His lip did not quiver. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably stay away from this one because yeah. I'm not super confident that he would. I don't think he would. And the no at minus 1,200, it's not even worth putting anything on that. Anyway. Exactly. You win like a like a penny. I'm just saying a, a, plus, a plus 600 will always make me want to put a little bit on it. How many times will dab or dabbing be said by the announcers during the broadcast? And keep in mind, this is Jim Nance and Phil Sims. And this ca- Just half, a dab. Halftime does not count. Okay. So this is an over-under. Over-under two. Will they say dab more than two times? Will they say dab over-under two times? So basically one or three times. Uh, I would go over. You think they're going to say dab or the announcers? Not it happening, but you think yeah. Jim Nance or Phil Sims is going to say dab three times or more. I don't know. I can't recall either of them ever saying it, but the fact that it's a prop bet means they say it more than I think. I, I don't know. I would have to go under on this. Under? Yes. With it being two? A hundred percent, because maybe they mention it once. I don't see them doing multiple dab references. I don't know. During the, I mean... Depends. What happened to the old Frank Gifford? I don't days? even know that Phil Sims know what knows what dabbing is. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, he's doing something with his arm there, Jim. I don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> he dabbed his forehead. I Does that he, count? I Does think count? he saluted. <laughs> um. Eh, okay. I'll, I'll take. I mean, I'll take over just for the simple fact that it's exponentially over of two. But uh, but I, I agree with you. It's possibly not going to happen. How many times will Cam Newton do the open shirt Superman motion during the game? Four. O- over under two and a half. Uh, over. So you think he's going to score four touchdowns? He's going to do it when he walks out onto the field. That's one already. That's one right out the gate. Right out the gate. And then he only has to do one and a half more? And how do you rate your wager <laughs> a half? Would you do like one? <laughs> like just, one hand? Just one arm, do a little peek. Just and lifting the coat up? little yeah. peek, put it back in. <laughs> Show the nipple and run. I'm going I'm to go over on that for sure. I'd probably go under. Really? I think he does it, does it two times. Mm. When he's coming out, and then he scores a rushing touchdown. And he does it. He's going to have like three rushing touchdowns, though. You realize? He's going to have three rushing touchdowns. I'm just saying. If Steph Curry is shown on TV during the broadcast, what will he be wearing? The gold jersey. Personalized Steph Panthers jersey. That's a one-for-one one bet. Uh-huh. No jersey at two-to-one. Okay. Cam Newton jersey at three-to-one. Or any other player jersey at five to one. Wow, five to one, huh? Mm-hmm. That's rough. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, because mm. I don't know that he'll be shown. To be honest with you, this is if he's shown. Yeah. So if he's not shown, then you get your money back. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, I would I would take the. Uh, what was it? It was Carolina. Any Carolina Panthers jersey. Any Carolina jersey for five to one, but it can't be Cam. And then the cam pays at two to one. You said three to one. Three to one. 
Damn, that's rough. Because it would probably it would probably be either a cam or a personalized, but then you have five to one. Damn it, you give me odds, and that's the problem. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'd probably go no jersey at two to one. No jersey. Yeah, because there's just so many options for him to be wearing at two to one. That's true. I'd 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 say that. Okay. Will Mike Carey the 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 broadcast for CBS their mm-hmm. in house ref. Will Mike Carey be wrong about a challenge? Yes at plus 110 or no at minus 150. And he's had several situations almost every game. This season he's had a lot wrong. Will Um, he be wrong? Yes. Yes, he will. Yes. I will take that one. I would say no because I feel like he's he's taken so much crap over the past couple weeks about people talking about him. Yeah, that's the thing. There has to be a challenge. And I think he's been studying like crazy. <laughs> and I don't want to look like a fool at the Super Bowl. I don't. He's going like to be so. <laughs> if if there is something that he's going to be so ambiguous and vague about something because he does not want to be wrong. Yeah. In the Super Bowl, and he might sound like an idiot, but well, I, guys, I don't think can, he's going to go sound either wrong. way here. Yeah, uh, I think he's going to do something like that. Depends on if the pylon cam is working or not. Next up, will there be an earthquake during the game? No. <laughs> just done no it's it, you can't bet no it's only a yes yes at 10 to 1 will there be an earthquake during the game i'm not putting money on that because there won't <laughs> there will not be yeah i don't know that's that seems really low to me 10 yeah. to 1 i figured that would be at least like 25 Are they expecting or 30 an earthquake? is it, that why this is it a makes me bet? think that vegas is in with the seismological council Maybe like that's it. organization there in carolina or <laughs> there in uh well, I guess it's in California. It is in California. It's in San Francisco. But it's in any given day during an and Italian period. they have to mention it during the broadcast, too. It oh, can't, they have to mention it? can't it? just be some... Whoa, bar- there was a little bit of a jiggle there. It can't be a barely perceptible one. Now, hold on. Are they saying that there's going to be an earthquake there in Santa Clara or that there's going to be an earthquake anywhere and they talk about it? In uh, They didn't mention that specifically, Ha-ha. but basically if they mention one on the air. Okay. Well, if they mention one on the air, I'd be a little bit more with the 10 to 1 odds, be a little bit more willing. Uh, but if they're saying it's going to be in Santa Clara, I would say hell no, not a chance. Next up, I, I think I'd put a little bit on that. Yeah, I mean it's ten to one, and it's <laughs> California. Yeah, and you you don't have to put a lot on any of these. Keep that in mind. Will the Panthers play? And by the way, mom and dad, I am not actually putting money on all these. Yes, yes, just yes, clarification. Yes. This don't is worry. All hypothetical. <laughs> this is, this is monopoly money. I'm not. No, I I just want to build a better future for myself before law school. I'm betting. <laughs> All of it on That's this, right. on different prop bets on the Super Bowl. As you should. That's the way you pay off school. Hundred dollars per prop bet. <laughs> Just throwing it everywhere. You're a big baller, Ridley Ripley. <laughs> Will the Panthers player who scores the first touchdown mm-hmm. give the football to a boy or a girl? Boy. Boy at minus two hundred. Girl at plus one fifty. Uh, I'd go boy. I think I'd have to go boy here. There's yeah. just so many more little boys that yeah, are there. Yeah, statistically, it's in your favor. And minus two hundred isn't too bad no so you'd win some money yeah a little bit not a lot but a little bit how many times will a golden gate bridge be shown during the broadcast over under 0.5 what do we start oh, oh 0.5 it's minus 300 though for the over for the for the under no what for the, for the under yeah the under is minus 300 yeah I think this is one of the easiest ones. I say yes. And yeah. I'd say bet the farm. Put it over. This might change. I think this is going to change. Yeah. This, this line is going to change. That's the closest thing to a shoe-in you've got. Because that's nuts. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah. If this is still there come Friday, I am putting $100 yes, on that. Yes, why would you not? <laughs> that's nuts. 
Okay. Well, they're the, going to have the Super Bowl in the Bay Area and not show the Golden Gate Bridge? Yeah, how can you not show it? They're going to show it coming out of at least one commercial. Yeah, they'll show the teams driving to the to Santa Clara going over it for some odd God <laughs> unknown reason. Will the announcers mention that Kubiak was Elway's backup? Yes. Yes at plus 100. No at minus 160. Yes, because they mention it every single game. Oh, yeah. Especially at plus 120. I'm taking this and running with oh, it. Oh, yeah. They've got to mention that at some point. And you know Phil Sims is just waiting for that. Oh, he, yeah. He he's, he's got to it written on that. his palm as one of his top five talking points. Like. <laughs> he, he, he looks at his palm midway through, the, like, oh, right. did you know Kubiak was uh, always uh, well, the, the broadcast? The broadcast starts, and Jim goes to look at Phil, and <laughs> Phil lifts up his hand, and he realizes that the ink is smudged all over his hand. Uh, uh, hey, what does that say, Jim? Uh, 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 and he just poops out and doesn't say anything for the next they 10 go minutes. straight to a, uh, a nationwide commercial where some kid dies. <laughs> <laughs> what color will the liquid be that is poured on the winning coach? Yellow. Orange at 5 to 4, blue at 3 to 1, clear at 4 to 1, yellow at 4 to 1, red at 6 to 1, green at 10 to 1 or purple at 10 to 1. I mean, I I think it's going to be yellow, but uh with 10 to 1 odds, I might have to go something like purple or blue. Probably blue. Uh, yeah, I'd, I was going to say blue. At yeah. three to one, that's a pretty good one. That's not bad. Especially if Carolina one. wins, it's probably going to be blue. Oh, yeah. Everything they have is blue. Who will the Super Bowl MVP mention first? God. God. At two to one. <laughs> <laughs> God's running at two to one. God, God's always got two to one in my book. Team two to one. City slash fans six to one. Coach 15 to two. Family wow. 15 to one. I think the family's a pretty good one at fifteen to one. That's a good bet. That's that's, that, that's worse. There. That's worse odds than the freaking earthquake. See, I would put money on that and God because God almost always comes up first. Which song will Coldplay play during the first halftime show? Um, Adventure of a Lifetime, two to one. Fix You, seven to two. A Sky Full of Stars at nine to two. Viva La Vida at five to one. Clocks at fifteen to two. Speed of Sound, nine to one. Head Full of Dreams, ten to one. Paradise, ten to one. Initially, I went clocks, but uh, Viva La Vida is another good chance. I would probably say it, clocks at fifteen to two is tantalizing. Yeah, like I would, I would throw some money there. And speed of sound also at nine to one. I yeah. can just imagine them picking. I think it's going to be one of their older ones. They're not going to mm-hmm. kick it off with Sky Full of Stars. Oh, They're no, going to no, want to no, save no. that. Speed of sound though, the I could easily see like smoke, like the whole place goes dark, and, and then Katy Perry runs in on a tiger, like <laughs> the shark, the uh, <laughs> the smoke comes out, and do you think Left Shark will make an appearance? He's, Wait, he's, he's there at Santa Clara. They actually have the Left Shark suit uh, on display at the stadium right now. The next prop bet: oh, Will nice. Left Shark make an appearance on stage during the Super Bowl halftime show? Why would he not? He's a staple. Yes, at fifteen to one. Do you realize how many people lost their damn minds over Left Shark during last year's <laughs> halftime he's show? He's just doing whatever the hell he wants to. There are T-shirts. There were hashtags. There were memes. Like I, I would say yes, and at fifteen to at one, fifteen to one, hell yeah, Left Shark, hell yeah. Another halftime one. What color will Beyonce's footwear be when gold. she comes on stage? Black at three to two, gold at five to two, white at eleven to four, silver slash gray at nineteen to four. Any other color seven to one. Who 
comes up with 11 and 19 to 4? Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, it's very specific when we're talking about Beyonce's foot gear, okay? I would go gold just because uh, I'm sure she'll be wearing everything gold. So, My girlfriend said gold, so I'm going to go with gold. It's a smart choice. Especially a 5 to 2. It's a smart choice. And she knows Beyonce better than I do. Yeah, Beyonce's always wearing gold whenever she's at a halftime show. Oh, the single ladies. Oh, the single ladies. How many million viewers will the Super Bowl 50 have? Over under 117 million. Last year it was 114.4. Yeah. Um, this year I think it's it's a bit more dynamic than last year's Super Bowl. Um, but last year's Super Bowl did involve the Patriots, who have the, one of the largest fan bases in the entire world. Um, shit. Not bigger than the Cowboys. <laughs> more winning uh, than the Cowboys. Not over the history of the league. <laughs> Yeah, well, you don't have Smith and Irving anymore, do you? I'm clinging on to anything I can, all right? Touchdown, Aikman, unbelievable. Touchdown. I cling to the past. <laughs> I don't blame you. I would, too. Anyway, um, I'm going to go I'm gonna go over on this one. Barely, but over. I think I will, too. I think the Peyton Manning thing, I think, really pushes it over the top. Yeah. Especially the whole narrative of this being his final game. Well, and throw and onto that the fuel of the fire of Carolina. Yeah. I mean, their dynamite season. Cam and Peyton it's there's just those two characters are going to yeah. draw this in and you got to factor in that the super bowl grows every year anyway that's true even with a decline if even if it's you a team allow that for inflation are, well yeah <laughs> viewer inflation until the years that it's you know miami's there and everybody just doesn't watch <laughs> jacksonville versus tampa Woo! like oh that's all, a super right. boring bowl is what that is how many wings will Buffalo Wild Wings sell on Super Bowl Day? Holy shit. Over under 12 million. How many did they sell last year? I don't know. I don't know either. That that one I don't know if I could put money on. Um, I'll, pro- I'll probably say probably over. I'll probably go under if only for the fact that we were going to have Buffalo Wild Wings at our we were, we planned it out last yeah. week. We're going to order three different styles, honey barbecue, Jamaican jerk. And uh, Chipotle barbecue, no Asian dry zing? rub. Are you kidding me? It was it was one of the finalists. Asian zing is the the premier wing at Buffalo Wild Wings. In right? any case, we're not going to anymore because yeah. the local Buffalo Wild Wings had several health code violations. Oh yeah, I definitely wouldn't do that. Like then. bugs everywhere. Ew, gross. It's not good. Well, that's fun. So barbecue it is. I'll go under because I know Reed Ripley's not buying any, and I know I'm not. <laughs> that's buying it. Any, so there's like so. a million less right yeah. there. Okay, under. We'll take the under. Will the referee redo the coin toss? Mm. Yes, at 20 to 1. No. <laughs> no. Is this the Arizona Carolina game? Yes, uh, this, referee? this is only on there because of that. <laughs> There's no way I'm putting any money on this because it's only happened once. On the Super Bowl, I would not. I There's would no way. No. This happened one time yeah. in, in recorded with that anybody can remember. <laughs> Why would this even be on there? Because like some idiot's going to put money on it because of the odds. 100 to 1 it should yeah. be. I mean, this is nuts. Yeah, I'm going to say no. And then we've got a few cross sports bets. Okay. Oh, are these parlayed? Basically, yeah, okay. they're parlays. First of first one is not two different sports. The Super Bowl you can bet on the Super Bowl champ plus presidential election winner. They have all they have oh all, only for Clinton, Trump and Sanders. That's you, it. Oh, those are the only three choices? Yeah. Oh, never mind. I'm so you can do well, this isn't your pick to win. Especially just, after the Iowa caucus. This is what you know. bet on. So you can pick any combination of Carolina and Denver and any th- those three candidates. <laughs> That's a losing bet. What will be higher? I like this one. What will be higher? Trump, Trump percentage points in the New Hampshire primary 
or total points scored by the winning Super Bowl team? <laughs> I would go with Trump points. Trump at minus 200. Yeah. Super Bowl winning team at plus 150. Yeah. So they have to get to 28 or so. Yeah, because, well, because the, I mean, you got to realize the way that Trump's been uh, figuring in any of his, he's been at least in the 40s. As well, far as percentages well, he just go. got 24 in Iowa. Well, yeah, but that was because of the debate and all that crap that happened right before that. But the thing is, like, uh, well, he's not going to pass 30, probably. Really? In New Hampshire? No. If he gets to 28. Those are his people. If he gets to 28, well, he has a sizable lead now, but he had yeah. a sizable lead in Iowa in the in the entrance polls. Yeah. It's just some of the, like, the, the thing, people are thinking that he doesn't have nearly as good of a grassroots campaign strategy. That's yeah, true. But he, he, has really a, he has a much bigger lead in New Hampshire than he even he did in Iowa, so he'll probably still win it. But I don't think it's going to get up to, like, 32, 33. Is there a parlay on if Bernie Sanders will be alive to be elected? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> will the Carolina Panthers win the Super Bowl and will the Golden State Warriors win the NBA title? Oh, damn. Yes, at 2-1. to one. Yes, at two to one. Two to one. That's a good way to double up. Uh, I mean, it's a fairly safe bet. Don't get me wrong. Anytime there's a parlay, uh, you have you have a uh, little difficulty there. I can't believe that's two to one. Yeah, you that, think that'd be a lot more? I well, yeah, I'm not putting money on that just because I don't want to put money on two champions, especially this early in the yeah. NBA season at two to one. Maybe like four to one or well, five two to, to one, one doesn't give you really any money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Will Denver win the Super Bowl? And Peyton Manning retires, and San Antonio wins the NBA championship, and Tim Duncan retires. No, at twenty to one, yes. Even at those odds, I have to say no. Now that one interests me. I have to say twenty to one. <laughs> Just because you want to see Tim Duncan retire? <laughs> no, because he's nearing his end, and if they win yeah. an NBA championship this year, I think he would retire. But think about it: is that a hopeful bet, or is that a a, a brain bet? Like, no, I hope that he comes back next season because there's yeah. no way he's going to be as effective at all. Plus, he, you realize San Antonio has to win for that to happen, right? Yeah, but so. it's twenty to one. Mm. Mm. I think the odds are not in their favor. What will be higher, DeMarcus Cousins' points and rebounds on February 7th, the day of the Super Bowl, okay. or Cam Newton rushing yards? Uh, Cam Newton rushing yards. I like this. I would take that. I would I would say Cam Newton rushing yards because, say, DeMarcus Cousins has a huge game, mm-hmm. like 20 and 20. That's only 40. 40. And Cam Newton will probably have anywhere from 35 to 55 yards at least. Well, I mean, he's had, he's had games where he rushes, you know, 100, so... It happens. Only one game. It happens. But he's had it, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. And there's no way DeMarcus Cousins is going 50 and 50. So <laughs> You could have a Will Chamberlain night. You don't know. What will be higher? Total goals in Montreal versus Carolina in the NHL game on February 7th or total receptions by Greg Olson? Oh, shit. <laughs> I love these. Oh, this is great. Shit. That's tough. Um, of course, it being the championship, I, I think Greg Olson will probably have – he'll probably have – four or five receptions. Uh, so I'm going to go with Greg Olson. I mean, I don't know. Mo- are, most are Mont- NHL games, even when it's, even when it's Carolina, it's like and, and three, Montreal, one, like, something yeah, like that. At most, you, you generally don't have a, a lot of points. I'll probably go Greg Olson. The thing though, is that Denver's going to try to take away Olson as much as possible. Cause that's, Cam Newton safety blanket. Yeah, but we're just talking receptions. They might have him let him have little ones just to stop, like, you know, yeah. first downs and stuff. And we end with my favorite one. Okay. Another cross sports bet. What will be higher, Tiger Woods' first-round score at this year's Masters or Emmanuel Sanders' receiving yards? Oh, Tiger Woods. 
Tiger Woods. That's going to be higher? So you don't yeah. think Emmanuel Sanders is going to get 75 yards? Mm. I don't know. You don't think he's going to get 70? Because Tiger's going to come out and <laughs> score a 67 in his first round. Tiger's going to shoot a 30, man. He's going he's gonna to be way under. <laughs> okay, way let's not under. be unreasonable. <laughs> 60, I'm just saying, as excited six, as you're getting about it. Not 67, but I think he's going to be yeah. okay. Please, Tiger, be okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Let's see him do good again. Let's let's look at Tiger over the last few years, and, you know, it's it's possible that that number could be very high. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably pick Tiger. So but, I'll but, take Tiger. but I want it to be Sanders. I understand. I understand. There's lots of things we want, <laughs> but crap in one hand, want in the other. See which gets full first. And those are my favorite prop bets for this year's Super Bowl. Those are good. Those are fun. And I like that you didn't cover any of like, the generic ones. Like, how long will uh, yeah. the, the National I mean, Anthem be? Of and, course, all the ones are out there. You yeah. can bet on any aspect of the score, which player to score first, all, yeah. all those little things. So but keep that in mind. Like, those there are, the, are a million other prop bets out there. Those are the only one, Those are the ones that you will only see in the Super Bowl. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, that's fun. And uh, prop bets are a fun thing, too, to make with like your, your friends and stuff. You yeah. Know? So not just like, oh, I bet you that uh, Carolina wins, or I bet you that Denver wins. Like, you know, make, make it fun. Make it fun. I bet you somebody pukes during the game. <laughs> there you go. 20 to 1. Right now. And then you're sitting there. It's fourth quarter. You're getting down the wire. Nobody's puked. And, like, your friend just leans over and goes, Bleh. <laughs> like, yes, yes. All right. So here we go. <clears throat> so now what I'm going to do is uh, originally we were going to do uh, Super Bowl trivia here. But then as I was looking at this game specifically, Super Bowl 50, there are so many like circumstances and just random facts about this game that are, I, I think, uh, trivia worthy and noteworthy that I just we're, we're just going to make this a fact section. I just have my top 10 facts here All about right. this game, things that are unique to this game. So number one, this game, Super Bowl 50 has six players that all have ties to Carolina. Uh, we have, for Carolina, we have Trey Boston, who went to North Carolina. Trey Boston. And Jericho Cotchery, who went to <laughs> North Carolina State. Jericho Cotchery. Denver has four. We have uh, Kenny, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, An Anuniki. Anuniki. Anun <laughs> that guy, that guy. Okay. He went to Duke. Uh, we have Josh Bush. Thank God for good names. Uh, who went to Wake Forest? <laughs> we have Juwan Thompson, who also went to Duke, and then we have Sylvester Williams, who went to North Carolina. So six of the players will be playing in Super Bowl Fifty. Coming on home, all, all, all there. Next, number two, both Carolina and Denver lost their last Super Bowl appearances. The Panthers dropped a heartbreaker to New England in 2004, while the Broncos were routed by Seattle just two seasons ago. And in both games, the losing coach was. John Fox. John by God Fox. I was there for the 2004 one. Yeah, I was in Houston. Oh, I was cheering for the. I was cheering for the Panthers. I got a foam hat. I got. <laughs> my dad said you can have one thing. We went to the pro shop and I can have one souvenir. And foam I go. Was what you went for? I go that one because it is a it is a Panther head, a Panther foam head. Yeah, like a, not just like the cheap foam, but legit the high density foam yes like the, the high cheese density head foam yeah. yeah with the cheese head except it was a panther head nice. which i still have and it was awesome but freaking tom brady and the patriots that's awesome you should him. wear that you should wear that on sunday root for the team that's gonna win oh i will <laughs> all right so number three speaking of john fox john fox is the winningest head coach in carolina history with 73 victories the current panthers head coach ron rivera ranks second with 47 wins in five seasons John Fox, who, mind you, has coached both of these teams 
and uh, is not currently involved. Poor John Fox. With sit, either of them. Sitting on his couch at home like, man, <laughs> I could have done it. Poor guy. Give me one more season, man. Uh, all right, number four. When Carolina earned its first NFC title in January of 2004 with a 14-3 road win in Philadelphia, the Eagles linebacker coach was Ron Rivera. The Panthers also won a road playoff game against their current head coach in 2006 when Carolina beat Chicago 29-21 at Soldier Field. And then while in Indianapolis, while with the Indianapolis Colts, uh, current Denver quarterback Peyton Manning won his only Super Bowl the following year with a 29-17 triumph over Chicago. Rivera was the defense coordinator for the Bears that season. Man, that game was awful. It was. It and really everybody was. knew it was going to be awful going in. It's like, oh, Rex Grossman. Yeah, yeah. he's going to win it. <laughs> no. Well, then, then you see Peyton's only ring comes from a very controversial, terrible game. <laughs> that doesn't take away from uh, his career. I'm like, just saying. On. I'm just Eli had, had better games than that for the Super Bowl. He still had to get there. That's true. All right. Uh, so Rivera obviously has, has lost to both of these teams. Um, Rivera has also coached against Denver only once while with the Panthers. The Broncos defeated Carolina 36-14 to in Charlotte on November 11th, 2012. And uh, while an assistant with San Diego in the 07-2010 through 2010 seasons, Rivera's teams won six of eight games versus Denver. So all in all, Rivera has a very winning uh, schedule against Denver. But he lost to Peyton in the Super Bowl. He did. He did. It's happened. It's happened. But better men have lost to Peyton. In this. <laughs> so anyways, um, so number six, Super Bowl 50 will mark the eighth appearance for uh, Denver's NFL's Denver in NFL's ultimate game. The Broncos are two for five in their previous seven trips, which I mentioned earlier. Carolina has reached the playoffs seven times in team history, and the Panthers are nine and six overall in the postseason. Not bad. So it's pretty good record. It's decent. Uh, now, number seven, Denver coach <laughs> Gary Kubiak, or the Kubes as I call him, Kubes. Uh, has spent seven-plus seasons in charge of Houston, replacing Carolina head coach Dom Capers after the 2005 season. Kubiak went up against Carolina twice while with the Texans, winning on the road in 2007 and falling to the Panthers at home in 2011. So he's only played, he hasn't played against Carolina as much as Rivera has played against Denver. Um now, number eight, the man of the hour, Cam Newton, is trying very hard to become one of three quarterbacks to achieve a, a very awesome feat. He's trying to join Joe Namath and Joe Montana, both Joes, yeah, yeah, as, the, <laughs> as the only starting quarterbacks to win both a national title and a Super Bowl. He would be the only quarterback to win a national championship, a Super Bowl, and a junior college national championship. Yes, and that's that's another point that I was going to bring up, but yeah, exactly. Uh, now, with this, specifically with the national title in the Super Bowl, now we've had Ken Stabler from Alabama in 65 and Troy Aikman, who obviously went to Oklahoma in 85, have both won Super Bowls, but they only played sparingly as far because they won the they were in national championship winning yeah, teams. Yeah, Tro Troy wasn't they were a sooner. An actual Tro starter. Troy wasn't a sooner. <laughs> no, he was a Bruin. I'm just saying those are those are things. He you wasn't can make, a sooner. You can put asterisk next to those, but <laughs> they they were not really a part of those teams. So that's why Newton's going to be one of three instead of one of five. Um, so uh, he was the first overall pick in 2011 draft and won the national championship with Auburn in 2010. Number nine, two left. Carolina began play in 1995, and the Panthers sport a 166-169-1 to 169 and one overall record. So a losing record overall the Carolina Panthers have since 95. 
Um, Denver started in the AFL in 1960 and joined the NFL after the two leagues merged following the 1969 campaign. The Broncos are currently 456, 386, and 10 in 56 seasons of play. 10 ties. Yeah, 10 ties in their 56 seasons. Carolina's only got one since 95, so we'll see. They can catch up. Carolina's only a little bit worse than the Cowboys. You, you have to realize that Carolina hasn't been along very long, so so it, it is what it is. And number 10, definitely not least, the Panthers have made the playoffs uh, one other time in the – or sorry, uh, they have made the playoffs in 96 when they lost the NFC Championship game to Green Bay. And Carolina returned to the postseason in 2003 and made its lone Super Bowl appearance. It took Denver eight years to reach the playoffs after the merger in 1970. The Broncos won the AFC title in 77 before losing their first trip to the Super Bowl to the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. It was rough times. But those are just some fun facts about this game specifically. And it's just it's weird because when you have a, a wide world of sports and specifically like the NFL, as many different places and, and things as it touches, oftentimes you'll find weird curiosities and things that sort of like loop back into each other. And it just it makes it kind of fun when you can pull on those threads and sort of see how far they go. So especially with guys like Kubiak and Rivera, who have yeah. been all over the league. Exactly. And they've played for so many teams. And we haven't even talked about a guy like Wade Phillips, mm-hmm. who's been everywhere. He was the def- defensive coordinator for the Broncos in 89. Yeah. And just all these guys have been all over the NFL. It, it's fun when you start pulling And now all the their careers are starting to come together in a big game. And Super Bowl 50, let's keep in mind, like, this this is a, a pinnacle Super Bowl. Like, this is a one of those that goes down not only as a nice round number, not only is it the golden anniversary of the Super Bowl, but it's, I mean, it's just, it's a game that's going to be remembered because both sides have something to fight for. Well, hopefully. Hopefully it's not a blowout. I don't think it will be. Speaking of blowout. Yes. We have come to the conclusion of our show. Oh, the scary moment. We've danced around it long enough. Let's give our picks for the Super Bowl 50 (laughs) football champion. I am going to bet the farm that Lady Gaga sings the national anthem. That is not the question. Oh, okay. Sorry. What was the question? Who's going to win? Who's going to win the dang thing? You know, oftentimes... uh, If I'm going to make a wager on something, I I often always go with the underdog for the simple fact that it pays off more. But in this case, I I think either team can win. However, my hat is 100% in Carolina's ring. Um, I think that Carolina will win. Um, and like I said before, it, it can either be a very close game that comes down to a field goal or it could be a total blowout like they did with Arizona. Over, are we guessing the overall score? or Yes, give me your score. Total points or what the score will be for each team? Score for each team. Score for each team. I'm going to take Carolina. I'm going to say 31 to 24. Right on, 31 their, to right on their season scoring average. Yes. 31 points. Exactly the same score they beat Seattle by. Exactly. Now, what about you, Mr. Ripley? For all the points that I laid out earlier. Mm-hmm. Denver has the best defense. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree on that. I, th- I think the Panthers have the ability as a defense to play up to the level of Denver and even past their level on any given day. Mm-hmm. But as far as looking that, at their complete body of work and the way they're playing now, I think that the Broncos have a better defense. Now, they could fall flat. That's always a possibility. They've done it before. But going in, I, I, I believe the Denver Broncos have the better defense. And I also believe that Peyton Manning has one more game in him. Yeah. Just one more game. He doesn't have to be spectacular. 
He just needs to be competent, and I, th- I think he will be able to do that. I think the Panthers have been acting a little too cocky, a little too been there, done that. And I, I don't put They're a ton just of, having fun. No, I know. I don't put a ton of stock in it. I don't, like it's not a huge deal. Yeah. But there's just something about this narrative of the the Panthers basically acting like they've already won it, which they they've done all season. They they played into their confidence, but that mm-hmm. can also backfire. Oh, it can absolutely. And a team like Denver that's just stacked with veterans, guys like Demarcus Ware and Peyton Manning. As the Buffalo Bills can tell you, that can definitely happen. Yes. <laughs> so. Give me Denver mm-hmm. twenty three, Carolina twenty. Damn, that is a close game. Give and me a, lot a lower score. Give me a Peyton Manning uh, game winning field goal drive. Yeah. to win the game. All right, you heard it here first, folks. We are a house divided, but uh, we will be back next week with uh, the results of not only this great game, but plenty of coverage from Santa Clara. That's we, right. We we're going right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're actually going to get on the plane right now. Super Bowl week started today, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, is that this week? Yeah, that's this I thought week. we were doing this for next week. No, no, no. Oh, no. I'm going to actually post this as we're on our way to the airport. Oh, all yeah, right. Yeah. So uh, look forward to all that awesome news uh, straight from Santa Clara. And uh, as well as the rest of the wild world of sports that we cover each and every week. Uh, for my lovely assistant and wonderful co-host, Vanna White. <laughs> you not you don't clap nearly enough. Oh, sorry. R- read Rip Ripley. I was thinking about something else. Oh, fair enough. Well, I'll get you a sequin dress if you like. No, I have them. It's good. Fair enough. <laughs> and I'm, uh, I'm your other host, uh, Frank Beefcake Monroe, reminding you to go deep, go long, go hard, go to the damn Super Bowl with Randomosity Sports. <laughs> <laughs>